Hey Bendigo, it's on like Donkey Kong. Saturday the 26th of March, the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour comes to town with all the greatest 80s hits and memories. Please join us if you can, Bendigo, the Capitol Theatre, 50 View Street in Bendigo. We'll see you soon. If you need a ticket, get on the link on www.rewind80smixtape.com.au or you can check out our Facebook page, Rewind 80s Band. We'll see you soon. Giddy up. Woo! Yeah, we got a fair bit of that, didn't we? Blue day. Oh. I have to wait until that part comes up. Yeah, absolutely. I heard Such this on holidays when I was in Cairns. Yeah. And remember I messaged you, I was like, fucking blue day. Yeah. That, that synth line at the beginning is just so fucking beautiful. Good song, good song. How cool. 
How you doing, people? We're the 80s montage. How you going, guys? I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. Now, this week we're very excited because we're back in the same room again. Yeah. That's one fucking good thing. That is. We also had a fucking kick-ass gig on the weekend. We did. In Tassie. Mole Creek, what a ripper gig that was. I can't wait to go back. Oh, look, unbelievable. It was fucking great. Saying hello to all the punters in Mole Creek, they were just amazing to us. We'll have heaps of new listeners, no doubt, because we were talking about our – the great thing was that they came up and had a chat. Mm. You know, they weren't Mm. shy. They were coming up in droves. (laughs) They weren't. While we were having our little ciggy out the side afterwards. Yes, that's right. And, uh, yeah, they were beautiful, so welcoming. We stayed at the old pub there. Yeah, we did. The Mole Creek Hotel, I think. We did. And um, that was nice because, like, all the old pubs are disappearing, you know? And they're, they're getting sort of fucking done up and fucked up and everything. This was like an old Aussie pub. It was fucking great. I loved it. Absolutely. But the gig itself, like, it's called Day on the Creek and mm. it was just caravans as far as the eye could see Mm. and they've basically got like a permanent stage set up out the back of this pub Mm. and like between the pub and the stage there's a creek. Yes. And they've got a big outside bar there and it's just really fucking Aussie. It was just awesome. I loved it so much. It was. It was awesome. And There was not – and I was having a tough day but I fucking got down there and like there was not a hitch. Like everything went off. Perfectly, it's fucking great. We didn't have a hitch at the airport, all our stuff got through. That's right, it was amazing. Good on Virgin Airlines for supporting the Australian music industry. That's right, no excess baggage charges Uh, or nothing. No, it's so fucking good. Yeah, good on them. They're so good. Yeah, well, good on you, Tassie. I hope some of you are listening tonight, and uh, this is our podcast. and we hope you enjoy it. That's right. I've got a little shout out. Our new mate Eli, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. How are you going? He's a red hot Arab. You should oh, see him. He makes, our, um, he makes our pizzas just down the road. We've just changed uh, pizza venues so that we can support him and his family. Newport Pizza, everyone in uh, the, the uh, Inner West support Newport Pizza. I'm also sponsored tonight by... Kaiju Crush Beer and we're going to be having some. I'm not actually fucking sponsored but it'd be lovely if I was. I'd just fucking say it anyway. Oh, you can say you're sponsored by anyone nowadays. They're in the freezer and they're going to be, you've got to try Kaiju Crush, guys. It's it's like a craft beer. It's fucking beautiful. Is it like a, a chick's beer? No, it's a wanker's beer, which oh, is, you well, know. Well, I like it. I, you might. Mm. If you don't like it, you can just, I'll. I'll, I'll have cordial. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll give that a go. Kaiju Crush and happy birthday, Eli. Um, and, hey, while we're talking about sort of gigs on islands and so forth, another little island not far from Australia, New Zealand. This is, well, it's two, two of several islands. Mm. This is our New Zealand special. I've wanted to do it for fucking ages. Yes. Hence why we played those legends at the very beginning. My Sex. Yeah, what a fucking song. I reckon song. they're one of my favourite bands. Yeah, me too. They they were very popular here. Yeah, they were. Mm. They had a lot of hits. Huge and success. hence why they were always on Countdown and, and, you know, the guys. I mean, I remember when Steve Giplin died and it was just horrific. I know. He was the, one of the best vocals when did he Vocalist. die back in the day? 
In the 80s. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, serious? Yeah. I think it was throat cancer, I'm not sure, but they had a big gig for him mm. at the palace Wow. Uh, for his memorial and it was – I didn't go to it but I was pretty shattered that yeah. he'd gone because I remember seeing him on um, a lot of TV shows with my sex mm-hmm. and I remember he had really yellow teeth and I remember looking at him as a kid going, fuck, I better remember to brush my teeth if I'm a singer. <laughs> Because his teeth are knackered, you know. Right. But didn't stop his voice from fucking blue day. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he did like, you know, did that awesome sort of yodeling, I guess, in, in computer games as well. Oh, he's incredible. Fucking he's incredible. Great. We're going to look at a lot of fucking great New Zealand bands. And when you hear the music, some of you might think, oh, I thought they were Aussie, but they're no, not. That's right. And NZ have a wonderful legacy of fantastic acts still today. They've, they've got some great fucking acts, so I can't wait. I've I've wanted to do this for years and I'm so glad because I really think we've got a great um, list of artists coming up and sort of some that you may not have heard for fucking decades. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. Mm. And a few different songs that you wouldn't expect and we'll talk about another episode we're doing later on in the year as well, which is really cool when we get to uh, Crowded House. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, that was My Sex Blue Day, one of my favourite My Sex tunes. If I'm feeling a little bit blue, I'll put that on. Yeah. If I'm on the bus and I'll churn it up in that blue day, it's like it just takes you away. Yeah, it's So lovely. I had to play the song up until there because it was like sacrilege. Yeah. And yeah. everyone driving their car would be like, I hope she goes to that pub. Yeah. No, fucking great. That was that was an awesome opener. That's what she said. Nah, yeah. So uh, their debut album was Graffiti Grime, Crimes, mm-hmm. uh, which was in 1979 really. Yep. But – they were just great. They yeah. went on national t- national tours, supported Talking Heads, and they were just incredible and just so good. And they're still around today. Mm. Um, Steve Belby, I think, sings. No, yeah, Steve Belby actually fronts them now from oh, Noiseworks. Yeah, and they are incredible still because I think he's a weirdo, Steve. I love him. <laughs> I love the way he looks. I love everything about him. Mm. You know, he's very he's very spooky and that's what the band was. It was a bit spooky. Yeah, they were, yeah. You know? Yeah. I liked it. A bit it. fucking liked... weird. Oh. You know, the music sort of was slightly offsetting, you know? Very good. You didn't know what to expect. Very good. And if you get a My Sex like a compilation, you won't be disappointed because it's all the songs you've probably heard that you just enjoy, you know? Yeah, yeah. But we've got oh, a few yeah. rippers today. You put in a few rippers, babe. I was oh, yeah. very, very excited. Oh, good. Yeah, but should we go to the next one, the next yep. news? Now, this is one that gets um, called Australian a lot. <sighs> you know, we love to claim. Even when we were asked to do the fucking um Sydney, was it Sydney Harbour Bridge or the fucking Opera House or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they said, ah, oh, you know, you can do uh, you can do Rain by Dragon. <laughs> and you're like, it's it's the Kiwi song, yeah. it's New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just do all the Australian tracks. Just put Rain in though and I'm like. You just just yeah. do Rain and do, um, mm. you know, I See Red and stuff like that. Oh, do, God. Idiots. Well, let's give the song we all love. This was a song that went down really well for us at Mole Creek. Yep. People loved it and always love this keyboard patch in this song. Mm-hmm. Love it.
has such a unique voice, doesn't he, Mark Hunter? He does. Who was the chick that wrote this? Oh, shit. We, we mentioned this in an episode, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, she I was a punk chick remember. and she wrote – she was going out with the brother, She's I going think. out with the brother, yes. The Doona Brothers, they used to call them on the comedy company. The Doona Brothers. Oh. They put them on a cliff in Doonas, you know. Were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were, That's right. They, were, they loved to party pie in the fucking band room, these pricks. A but big, big freaking rap. hell, what a band, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. But my, um, Did you I, ever see them live? I did. Great. I did. I was just about to say that. I think it was an Eon FM concert in 85 mm. and they had Dragon, Renee Geyer, I think Suits were on there, Kids in the Kitchen, really good gig. And I remember seeing Renee Geyer. I think Renee Geyer and Mark were really good friends and they were both as tall as each other mm. and they were walking backstage and I remember as a kid going, wow, they're larger than life, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but, yeah, Rain is a classic. We have to play Rain when we do our gigs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, mm. Do you like singing it? I do love singing it. It's mm. a big sing for me these days. I, I sort of um, – when I first started singing 80s, um, you know, years ago and learning a lot of these tracks, this was one of the first ones where I was like, fuck, the 80s were actually fucking awesome. You know, because I, I lived through it but it, it wasn't until I had to learn the songs in bulk when when you actually realise how good the fucking music was and how fucking challenging some of it is. This is a big thing. You know, like the, the, the choruses are sort of um, – back then it was okay because I was younger. I was like in my fucking early 20s. Yeah, but we also did them in different keys. In the yeah, oh, true, true, true. We do it. every time we do oh, – every fine. time we chat, we go, oh, Forget that. God, the key was a lot lower. Mm. But that's because – the musicians were a lot lower. Um, <laughs> and also we just uh, – Joanna Piggott was the one I was talking about. Oh, yes, that's right. Who was going out with Todd Hunter mm. and she wrote this. So she's a millionaires. Yeah. You know. Piggott no more. Yeah, 1983, so it's an early one. Right. They had great tracks. Yep. I also love Baby Don't Speak No Evil. Oh, yeah. Baby that was oh, great, wasn't, wasn't that it? great? And great. also fucking hugely topical at the moment is um, April Sun in Cuba because that, that fucking dick wank ScoMo played it on the ukulele, Did, remember? Oh, <laughs> yes. And he didn't fucking know the words. Why would you do it? He played about 10 to 15 seconds of it and didn't know the fucking words. Oh. Why bother? I think it was made to, you know, make him look sort of more personable or something, just look like a fuckwit. He did. He Which did. isn't difficult for that cunt. Not I can't at wait all. till he's gone. I fucking hate him. Oh, look, he's just a tragic. The next one we got though is a good chick. She's mm-hmm. sort of. This is sort of a one dick wonder, really. But um, I have another one dick wonder to come tonight anyway. But um. I don't mind this track. We'll just give it a go. Have a listen.
Shona Lang. And the little sound grab from JFK there. Yes. It's a quirky fucking song, isn't it? I love Loaded Gun Gun yeah. Gun. Awesome. So she started in 1973. Mm. She's about 66 I think now. Okay. And when I say she was a one-hit wonder, it was more in Australia. Yeah. In New Zealand a lot of these people have careers yeah, and yeah. they're like yeah. fucking king and queen over yeah, there, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, she won in New Zealand Music Awards Recording Artist of the Year in 1973. Then she sort of had a big sort of a break, Breast New Artist in 1973. 1985 she brought out – or 1987 was Glad I'm Not a Kennedy, mm-hmm. Single of the Year. Which is interesting. I mean, it's obviously about the Kennedy family, fucking. Um, which is interesting subject to, uh, subject, subject matter for a pop song. Yeah. You know? And I remember fucking discovering this and making the link to sort of JFK being shot because I was fucking obsessed with uh, conspiracy theories and stuff when mm. I was a kid. Fucking just love the macabre, you know. And yeah. Like fucking the footage of his head. You know, like Ooh. which was which was awful. You know, but when, head. when you're a, when you <laughs> when you're a kid, you're just like, oh my god. And sort of when I made the connection to this song, I remember telling my mum all about it. Oh, but like as if she didn't know about it. Yeah, mum right. remembers JFK being shot of and fucking how devastating it was. Like Aussies were fucking devastated mm. about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he was, he was a good bloke, apparent, uh, you know, apparently. He loved a root. Apart from like Couldn't sticking beat his a dick root, in. Could he? How's, <laughs> how's on the weekend? We were talking about a, a certain rock, Australian rock star. <laughs> Sammy forgot for a moment <laughs> that we, we had a shuttle driver like driving our bus. I think she thought it was like maybe Nick, our drummer. I was asleep. And so sort of, you know, her corporate hat was off and she was just talking openly. And she said, you know, Fuck, you know, everyone thinks they've got a – we were talking about somebody. Everyone thinks they've got like a really uh, beautiful marriage and everything. Meanwhile, he's out on tour fucking sticking his fucking dick in <laughs> and like everyone in the band was just like, oh, no, Sammy. Oh, no, this I forgot we had a driver. New Zealander was just – New like, Zealander? Oh, oh, what am I saying? Tasmanian. No, Tasmanian. Yeah, fuck it, Al. Oh, yeah. he was only about 21. He'll never drive a car again, No, he'll really. turn gay now. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. it. There was some funny things that happened on tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, we met some interesting people. And yeah, we did. The punters were easy but fucking hell, creatives. Nice. Yeah. Woo! I got you know? a couple of offers. That was nice. Yeah. I was telling Maddie I, I got a couple of offers. Mm. He said, yeah, do it and film it. That will be good. <laughs> I got told that I could bloody shag somebody's girlfriend. I was like. Oh, oh. you get that all the time yeah. though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know. It's nice to I know. I want this time. Next time. <laughs> you know. We'll just, we'll just staple the gig before we go fucking your family. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Bloody hell. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to bed early because we were fucking tired from getting up Saturday morning early. Yeah, yeah. And we, Dallas and I were in the same room and we were watching um, Mar- Marshall, what's it, um, Saving or. What? Saving Private Ryan. No, no, no? not that. Um, something Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Mar- yeah, yeah, well, whatever it is. Fucking Sarah Marshall. With fucking Hoochie Coochie in it. What's his name? <laughs> 
the yeah. one that's a spiritual leader now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Hasn't yeah. he changed his brand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fuck, he's a fucking. He's come I don't mind way. him. He's a little bit annoying, but he's I don't smart. mind him. He's very fucking he's smart. He's smart. He's smart. He's a Gemini, mate. They know how to talk shit very quickly. Yeah. And he doesn't talk shit, but fuck, he can ramble. Well, he was a fucking uh, breakfast radio presenter for fucking years with. Um, I forget. But he was a breakfast radio, you know, breakfast radio yeah. presenter. So, like, that trains you to think so fucking quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, good old Shona Lang, we love her. She really only had that hit in Australia. That's and it was right. very big. I think it went number one in Australia. Yeah. It was huge. It was always on countdown. And I never knew what a Kennedy was. I have to be honest with you. Mm. I wasn't a politic chick. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Who's she What's singing she about? about? Yeah, I don't know. But I really love the loaded gun business. Yes. That's awesome. Gun, gun. Gun, gun, gun. Speaking of fucking police that were at our gig. Oh, good old fucking. We had fucking Lammy and all the other. Jackie Lammy. Yeah, Jackie Lammy. She, she, yeah, you know, Tasmania must be such a small town. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's a really big festival. So she came down with a bus or whatever mm. and I wasn't sure whether she was there. I'd heard rumours that she was there and we were all really excited and I sort of went, if I see her I'll f- point her out on yeah. stage but yeah. I'm not going to do it until I physically see her. Yeah. I can't see past my fucking nose yeah. on stage, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, good old Jackie Lambie. But, like, everyone there looked like Jackie Lambie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? She's very and we, and we were talking. We were talking about how, how you define Jackie Lambie and – like touching on her politics and what she stands for and everything. And I basically said she's like a likeable Pauline Hanson. Yeah. She's a Pauline Hanson that's just not like a hateful cunt. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And without red hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And makes a bit more sense. But, yeah. I mean, look, incredible uh, weekend we had there, which was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, now the fun. next one, I reckon this is New Zealand's biggest fucking export and let's hope, give it a listen. We're going to listen to a couple of songs in this one, which yep. will be great. Let's, but this is a gorgeous song. opened a tinny. We've just opened the Kaiju Crush. She doesn't like it. Oh, it's a bit beery. Trust me, mate. Trust me. Yeah. You'll love it. It's very easy to drink. What's Crush about it? 
Uh, you're going to form a crush. Just a little crush. That's right. You've sung that before, haven't you? Tropical Pale. On Kaju National crush, TV, tro- yes. Tropical Pale. Check them oh, out. Oh, look, I'm getting used to it. Yeah. It's yeah. just got that beer taste, that tang. It's, it's sort of uh, homebrewy sort of tasting, which mm. in a nice way. Uh, check them out, kaijubeer.com.au, Kaiju Crush Beer. Yum, great. yum, yum. Mm-hmm. All right. That right. was Crowded House. How can we not do a show? Man. Without crowded house. Now this one, this one sort of is, uh, you know, makes the list controversially. But also, how can you put a, a, a list about New Zealand together and not mention the Finn brothers? Crowded House was actually formed in Melbourne. There was three members, and one member was a Kiwi, famously. You know, so it's like, are they a Australian band or are they a New Zealand band? But the thing is, the Finn brothers from Split Ends, you know, so, so New Zealand. So, so Kiwi and yep. proudly Kiwi. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I ache for this song. I fucking love it. I just love it so I much. I love you, mate. Yeah, it's a bit of what I, yeah. 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 Oh. I can, you're my best friend. Oh, I fucking love you. I'm sorry if I've ever been a cunt. <laughs> God, I don't mean it. I mean well. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, I love it. And you know, a friend of mine, Al Harding, uh, used to do jingle work with, he's a keyboard player, did Stephen Cummings in the day. Yeah. He'll be impressed for me to remember that. He got offered this gig with Crowded House and he just started his jingle company and went, oh, no, I'll give it a miss. Mm. And he goes, Sammy, I could have been fucking huge. Yeah. And I went, yeah, everyone has a car crash when it comes to the music industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is good. But Crowded House, uh, that was 86, I think, Don't Dream It's Over. Yeah. Which is awesome. And, mm. and that was a band that had... Another band, well, you know, they had already had success with Split Ends. This is it, which is a subject that we're going to be talking about very soon. Uh, Sort of lightning strikes twice, you know, when you have an artist or a group of artists that either break up and then rebrand or, you know, the lead singer goes from one band to the other and they have sort of equal success across those two bands. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Deep Purple and Whitesnake. Yeah. There's a lot that of examples. Kind of the Wiggles and the Cockroaches. There we go. There Let's you not go. blow our load though because no, there, there are so many. That's what she said. Uh, Let's play a bit of Split Ends just because I know you love them. Thank you. I got you. That's all I Crazy clowns. Yes. I was petrified of them. I was fucking terrified of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was compelled by acts that I was scared of. Yeah, right. I couldn't get enough of them. My cousin was crazy for these guys and had Mm. posters on their wall and I used to walk into his room and turn the other way. Yeah. But I remember this song coming out and going, 
yeah, I get frightened when the lights go out. This is real. I can relate to it. And then mm. I started to warm to them a bit. Yeah. Because when you were little, you did get scared when your mum and dad put the lights out. Go to bed. Yeah. Samantha. I was terrified of the dark Yeah. Sharks under the bed? Were there sharks under your bed? No, there were just under your bed. F- the fucking devil himself. Yeah, right. You know. Yes. No, look, I I lived in the country on a farm that used to be a fucking army hospital during the war. Oh shit! And hundreds and thousands of soldiers would have died there. And souls, yeah. yeah. And it was quite. Oh, I saw things. I heard things. That's another fucking story altogether. But like, there yes. was always the feeling of being watched, and sort of especially when when I was outside, like the lights would go out. Yeah, you did not want to be out there. It was it really fucking spooky. I'm, I'm not like it now. No, I love the dark now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that place. Wow. Mm. Speaking of spooky shit, there were a lot of dead animals on the way to Mole Creek, weren't there? On the road. There were. It was really interesting. None of them were Tasmanian tigers. No. Because they're extinct. That's right. But um, the bar was called the Tassie Tiger. We had the Tassie Tiger outside our room. So I'm looking oh, up we at this. did yeah, the big one, the big one. Yeah, that was very. And it was cool. lit all fucking night, and the yes. light shone through my window. Uh-huh. No, I slept like a baby. They yeah. they were fucking great. Great beds, mm. very comfy beds. Dougie, yeah. good on you, Dougie. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. I might come down there and just visit you. Yeah, we might come and fucking harass you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Beautiful because we are going to be back in Launceston but you have to keep listening to the 80s montage because I can't really say anything yet. Right, how exciting. We've yes. got some fucking exciting gigs coming. We do. We're going to Alice Springs. Oh, how cool. Yeah, start it up, baby. Yeah. Start it up again. So it should. Very good. So they're the two connections there with those two. Yep. Um. Now, the next one's interesting. This yep. was really big on Countdown. This guy would loved a head flick. He loved a fucking head flick. And he was a bit of a dancer as well. So let's give him a bit of a goal. Mark Williams. That's right, Mark Williams. I didn't realise this was the 80s. I would have sworn it was 90s. But he that, that's a fucking pumping song. I love it. Show no mercy. I saw him on Countdown Live. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I saw oh. this. Because all the Countdown dancers did their head flicks and their dancing routines. Yeah, yeah. This was after the first Countdown. This is like the second lot of Countdown dancers which weren't really – I don't know where they got them from but – they weren't the street kids we were used to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would have been cool. Mm. He is now fronting Dragon. And he did front uh, In Excess for five minutes oh, did as well. he? Him yeah. and everyone else. Yeah. few people have fronted In Excess in this show That's today. That's right, mate. Yeah, go to New Zealand if you want to fucking fill in singer. Yes, yes, yes. He is um, 
I like Mark. Beautiful voice, great voice, really sort of soulful and, you know, that thing of like sounding like you've smoked a thousand cigarettes. That's it. Was big in New Zealand to sound like that. Yeah. yeah. He had a pack a day. That's right. You know, mm. everyone thinks it's bad for the voice but I don't reckon it is. Bloody fans, he loves a cigar. Yeah, Tina Rona loves a ciggy. Hey. I don't know whether she does anymore. She's pretty fucking fit now. Yeah. But not that you're not fit if you smoke but, you know, it was big. To have a fag. And then when smoking went out, everyone went, oh, we mustn't smoke anymore. We mustn't smoke. We'll hide it now and still yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I've got a TV commercial. It's a ripper. Hey. Do you want to hear it? Yes. It was a big ad in New Zealand. Mm. But it was big in Australia too. Mm. And you may remember it. Let's have a listen. <laughs> yes, as you can see, I've got pimples. I don't like them, but... I'm stuck with them. They just come up from, <laughs> from nowhere. Around the cheeks, mainly. We asked them to try the Topex five-day test. Why should Topex be any different? Because Topex breaks the acne cycle. It dries pimples on top and penetrates below to kill acne bacteria and help clear and prevent pimples. It's amazing. Topex works. I'd say give Topex a try for sure. Break the acne cycle. Try the Topex five-day test. It has worked for me, <laughs> Didn't work for you when you got your money and didn't get a root anymore. <laughs> Did it, eh? That's right. Fucking Topex. They um, Topex. had it, a lot of Aussie guys on it mm. with bad skin, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one cute blonde that you probably would have gone there with, but the rest were fucking horrible. Just heads on it. Hoping that this shit would fix their crater face. Yeah, I, I get up in the morning, I just fucking rub it on. Yeah. Eh? I rub it on and chicks love me. Then I eat fried shit all day and drink beer, but then I fucking, that's great. Yeah, they were the days where they didn't put two and two together. No. It was fucking Chico Rolls and bloody beer. Yeah, no. That's why your fucking skin looks shit. I eat well, I eat corn. Uh, Yeah. You know, like. Comes out of your shit. Yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, fucking, yeah. Did you ever have sort of bad skin? Never. Acne? Never. I was lucky. I had the odd look. My mum was great. She told me, you know, taught me how to look after my skin from an early age. Um, but you know, the sad thing is, I have, you know, you get the odd one. I guess the big lie that you're told as a kid is that you'll just have zits when you're young, mm. and then when you grow up, they'll stop. They don't stop. No. If you if you fucking living badly. You have shit skin for life. Yeah. You still get them in your 40s and 50s and shit. Yeah, that's know? right. I don't think this product's around anymore. Well, it gave you cancer. Oh, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. No zits, Maybe. but yeah, you'll yeah, die prematurely. absolutely. But that was a ripper from the 80s. You'll remember that one for sure. Right. Now, a band that kind of needed this shit was the fucking Herbs in this track. Do you see, remember Dave Dobbin and the Herbs? They had fucking, they needed a bit of Topex, I think. Because fucking I remember watching that video going, Jesus, those boys have got shit skin. But let's play the song. The song was fantastic. Here we go.
It just takes me back to childhood so much, this song. Foot Rot Flats, did you say? Foot Rot Flat. This is why I loved it as a kid because it was sort of associated with a a cartoon. So I was 16 and being fingered at this stage. I didn't (laughs) give a fuck about cartoons. (laughs) I didn't give a shit. Oh, my oh, yeah, God. kid, 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 oh, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the herbs, yeah. Got her- it's got herbs. Uh, yeah. It had all the cuzzies in it. Yeah, no, it was Singing. good. It was good. Yeah. And a lot of these artists are still doing stuff now. That's the thing. Like yeah. we maybe only heard this track, mm-hmm. but he was like royalty over oh, in yeah. New Zealand. Gotcha. And I think he was in cover bands for years and stuff like that, yeah. you know. But I remember we've, we had a, a New Zealander in our band for a while, Brett. Brett Harpy, my mate Brett. Ah, uh, Brettie. And I remember when the GST came in in Australia. Yep. And Brett's like, don't let the fucking GST come in, it'll fuck you. Because they got it first. They, didn't they, they did. Right. And he was like, you won't have any money, Sammy. Fucking make sure you vote no GST. Of course, it came in. Eventually, and yeah. Eventually. And uh, they all moved to Australia because of that. Because there were more opportunities here. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Especially right. with musicianship and stuff like mm, that. Mm. And, you know, a lot of New Zealanders came to Australia and did music, and I think the GST really fucked them up. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now we're so used to it. Yeah. It's a yeah. stupid tax, really. Oh. Like you fucking have to pay oh. tax to buy something. Oh. Go and fuck yourself. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But, um, look. I reckon this would go off in Rewind 80s. You we reckon, have thought of doing this, oh, absolutely. it would go off. It, yeah. we'd, you'd have to do it as tight as shit. That's right. And the four-part harmony. That's why we've never you know. done it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've never done it. I reckon no, but go off. Maddie wanted to do it big time. Yeah, Years yeah. ago, years great ago. We've got to do this song, you know. Let's fucking do it, please. Mm. be fucking great. Let's do a few more gigs and fucking get out there and change it all, you know. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, look, the next one's one of my favourite chicks of all time. It is. Love her and this is a song that I adore as well. Oh 
Shazza. Foreign Affairs. Yep. Great songwriter. Sharon O'Neill. Oh, she had a really fucked up time with the industry. Oh, did she? Well, they banned her from recording, remember? Oh, fuck, and why? And she couldn't even appear on... I think she did. I think she did something against the record company, or the record company signed her some fucking stupid way, and then they went, "Well, you can't release any music." Mm. So that's when she did the sweet and sour thing, and and they had. That's right. Deborah, uh, Deborah Conway, Conway sing all singing songs. all the songs and miming her voice, yeah, because there was something there, and she wrote sweet and sour, yep, blah blah blah, but. Fucking incredible artist, mm. beautiful storyteller, and a great voice. Yeah. And just really expressive, you know? Yeah. But I think she still comes out to Australia a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I was a bit, this was 83, I was a bit young to get her album. But she was like a Kim Wilde to me, really. Yeah, right, right. Like a New Zealand Kim Wilde. I was thinking of, uh, you know, some fucked up things that, that record companies do. One thing that people may not realise that record companies do is if they have a certain artist and they see other artists out there that are similar, mm-hmm. they will sign those similar artists, to sign them, them into a contract yep. and then bury them. Yeah, put them on the shelf. Isn't that fucked? That's what they did with Delta. Yeah, right. Didn't work though. She fucking come up. What happened there? Well, Tina Arena I think had just released her album and <sighs> – Delta was on Neighbours and they knew that was going to happen. Right. And I think she was stopped for a little while. Fuck. I might be wrong but I've got a thing for Delta now after she's written that beautiful track for that little kid. Mm. Like I that's – oh, no. Tell me, tell me about it. The little boy that died and had written his own music and the oh. mum wanted the music finished. Yeah, right, right. Well, Delta took on, on board and wrote the song. Yeah. I don't think it was just God, Delta. She's lazy. No, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, I'm no. joking. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, – there was a few other people on board but I think that was – she did some really beautiful stuff for Oh, that that's song. wonderful. So now the parents have a legacy for the kid. Oh, beautiful. You know? That's Because the kid used to sit on the balcony and just play music all the time. Yeah, yeah. Which was incredible. So I did sort of have a sod – I went, oh, Delta, you know. Yeah. But – Sharon O'Neill, Maxine, of course. Maxine, you're not the only like a song oh, about yeah. a prostitute. Oh. No more fucking thing needs. It was just such a good track. Yeah, we're gonna do that song in Rewind Eighties. Oh, great! Yeah, absolutely. Because there were a lot of sax in Sharon's music, mm. uh, and I love idea. her. Love great her. Love her. Love her. Um, now the next one I'm gonna play is. A fantastic singer. She's been around for many years. She sang with In Excess. She did her own album. But this is the song that I think was the best part of her career and here it is now. Myself to say hello, hello. I speak and I'm quite sure you hear. I know you want to, cause you've made it clear. Everywhere I go. Your eye in my direction 
What a vocal. Fuck yeah. She Could really had a toughness about her, didn't she? Oh, she came out in like a space outfit oh, wow. in this track. And, and so they were Australian. I mean, Jenny is obviously New Zealand. Yeah. And this Jenny was Morris. Did we Jenny mention Morris. the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jenny mm. Morris. Um, huge session singer as well. I know she did Pseudo Echo to In Excess to everyone at the time. Well, everyone wanted her. The yeah. voice was... Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I prefer QED to her own original stuff. Okay. I'm not a huge Jenny Morris original thing. Sorry, Jenny. I do love QED. Mm-hmm. And the album's really good. Yeah, right. Because a lot of albums you just hear the single and then you get the album and you go, fuck. And I was like that with Till Tuesday because I had Till Tuesday's album and I loved, he wants me, only part of the time. And I went, oh, my God, this chick's incredible, yeah. Amy man. And the whole album is amazing, you know. Wow, so you cool. can find some little gems mm-hmm. when you get the whole album, which we don't do anymore in this today's world. Yeah. But in the 80s you needed to buy the whole album to get the track. Yes, that's right. Yeah. But love Jenny Morris, incredible. I think she works, she did work for APRA. I think she was All right. cup, yeah, she worked for APRA for a little while. Oh, I'm job. not sure. Yeah, pretty bit taxing because Eric McCusker used to do that as well. Um, a big job. A lot yeah. of lot of paperwork and all that stuff. But yeah, very interesting. But QED, if you haven't heard them, that was Jenny Morris's. I think that was her first thing. Yeah. Way yeah. before her own original stuff. But Prince loved her. Oh yeah, that's you right. Know, he he took her on tour, I think. From memory, yeah, she did a tour with Prince, and he loved the the a lot of her tracks, you know, which was great. He loved chicks, Prince, you know, when they were musical. Full yeah, stop. yeah, like yeah, he loved it when they were sort of strong and talented, and yeah, yeah. And I wanted to put this one on the list because this is one of my favorite tracks as well, and it's by Coup d'Etat. <laughs> To be alone, cause you are like that. Oh, 
Oh, what a fucking song! Isn't it good? Oh, that was good. She always looked interesting. Oh. Tina Cross, kudos. It's like a sort of Kate Bush, but way funkier and dancier yeah, or something. Yeah, a little bit of Cindy Lauper in there oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah, how fucking cool! I saw them at the 1985 Countdown Music Awards, oh, and wow. I saw them walking around. It was at the Entertainment Centre. Oh yeah, and it was her and Leon. I think they were dating, I may be wrong, and they were walking around to get into the Countdown Music Awards and I just fucking freaked out and went, oh, my God, that's Tina Cross. Wow. Because I was only a baby. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, 15's a baby. And I just went, oh, my God, Kudotara on the show, this is incredible. They, This was a huge song for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a fucking ripper. And the production is amazing. Did Leon produce this as well? I reckon he would have. Because Russian guy. Yeah, yeah. He produced... Probably, sorry, not produced but um, mastered probably 90% of the 10,000 tracks with wow. my originals band. Yeah. Wow, Leon yeah. Berger. Yeah, yeah. He's wow. got a studio in Sydney. They're really, really oh. fucking good. And whenever I, whenever anybody asks me for a recommendation for a producer or, you know, to get their tracks mastered or whatever, always, always, always Leon. He's, he's really underrated. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I love that song. He's really good at sort of like, um, yeah, he's got a really great sort of dancey vibe and he, he sort of pulls out a lot of soul in dance songs. He gives them a bit of substance. Really fucking cool. Love it. Well, there I was you so go. excited when I saw this on the list. Yeah, I look, I had to. Yeah. Because I just sort of thought New Zealand, New Zealand, who did I listen to as a kid? And this was the track. Mm. And there was a 12-inch and we all danced to it at the Blue Lights and it was just oh, yeah. a really good track. Another good track for Rewind Daddies when we start doing a Fuck yeah, gigs, please. You know? It's a fucking great song. Fucking good song. Yeah. yeah but we love that. Now um, we've got a one dick wonder. Hey. Before we go on to the king of New Zealand, I think, is the king of New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Uh, but here's a one dick wonder. Now, one dick wonder in Australia, not so much in New Zealand. They were mm. huge in New Zealand but in Australia we only got the one song that sort of got into the charts and it's this one. This may be a one dick wonder, but this is actually a very evolved song. This one. Mm. It mm. sounds extremely British. Well, 
He was British, I think, Phil Judd, and he was in Split End. So that's where the connection is. And he left to come to Australia. Right. Um, Or I don't even know whether he did a single. He might have been, looks like he was in a couple of photos with him. But that's where the link is. Wow. And that's why they are a little bit Split Endsy and a bit dunk dunk. Yeah. They've got that same feel about them. But they were great. I never saw them live, though, I must say. The The Swingers. The Swingers, that's right. We all love swingers. And this song's about wanking, is that true? I don't know. Counting the beat. Not that I thinking know Thinking about of. you and thinking about me. No, I'm not Think, sure about, about that. Thinking about you. I don't know, somebody told me it was about wanking. It's probably a wanker that told me. Actually, I think it was. I'm not sure. Mm. I wouldn't have understood it at that as a kid, but I loved that track. Really big, 1981. Yeah. Good yeah. year. Yes. Good year, we love them. And that was a one dick wonder. So they, for Australia, they were big overseas in New Zealand still. But uh, prolific songwriters and obviously in some amazing bands. That's right. Nonetheless, what do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice one, dick. Yeah, baby. Gee, it's good to be able to sync that up for a fucking change. I know, right? Do you believe it? Jesus. God. So I reckon this one's the king of New Zealand. Um. I've got, I think I'd got an acoustic version of this of him. Maybe I haven't. Let me just see. It's been a long day. Um, but look, you can't go out without singing the fucking best band in the country as we speak. Here we go, Mr. John Stevens. was formed in Sydney. Yeah. And had one of my favourite guitarists. Yeah. And it's Stuart Fraser. We used to hang out a lot with Stuart. Did ya? Yeah. We, how did that happen? Stuart um, was a big fan of Attack of the Mannequins with Maddie's band mm. and they toured with Noiseworks. But Noiseworks were an Aussie band but we've got to mention John. Oh, yeah. Because... He was a pop star yeah, in New Zealand, in New Zealand yeah. way before all this happened and then 
he joined Noiseworks and, and Steve Balby, who is in My Sex at the moment, I think he's still fronting My, Se- My Sex, mm. but incredible musos. Stuart's no longer with us anymore and that was a really sad time because I had his little daughter teaching at the music school, mm. Livy, and she did a guitar thing with her dad. She was playing with her dad at the end on stage with Noiseworks and it was really special and it was just really sad but, God, he was a funny prick. Like yeah. we'd go out and um, he loved a cigarette, good old Stu, and we'd be smoking in his lounge room and he'd be talking about selling his guitars mm. to buy nappies for the kids when they were little. That's right. You know, because he was never, they always, they were full-time, the real deal musicians, yeah. you know. And uh, Sabrina, Sabrina's was like, um, his wife was like, oh, we need to cut the lawn, get the whippersnipper out. And he turned around and he went, what fucking whippersnipper? We don't own a fucking whippersnipper. And both of them just were on another planet. But, my God, they made it work, you know. Wow. They were just so cute. And he did Farnsey as well, Stuart. Yeah. But on to John Stevens, still one of the best live acts in this country, I think, at the moment. I'm, I don't think I know. <laughs> I mentioned that we could be doing some gigs um, with John Stevens, um, you know, on the same sort of bill to somebody at work today. And she had to stop the conversation she was fanning herself and yeah. like it's she lost it yeah. she lost it yeah. like like the the impact john stevens has on his female fans is fucking profound my sister-in-law michelle loves him he's hot he is he still he's, is he's he's one of those guys that have just aged great, gracefully yeah and the boys in the band are fucking amazing mm. um chris becker's in the band i think timmy henwood's in the band at the moment um, Tony Coper, of course, who's a friend of mine. And That's right. the band is – the music still stands up. Like when you hear – I think the thing that I saw that I was really impressed with was was at the Melbourne Cup where they did Never Tear Us Apart because Johnny also did In Excess for I a while. it was. Could have been Melbourne Cup. And it yeah. was fucking incredible because no one gets that patch right, yeah. that fucking keyboard patch. And, you know, when you've got the right people you can do that. But – I just love these guys live. We will catch up with them at some stage, definitely, yeah. because it's them and Barnsley that are sort of working the traps a lot at the moment. Mm. Did you hear that Western Australia have um, stopped all their festivals or some shit? Have you heard that? They're not having outside entertainment anymore. Because Barnsley put up a thing. Oh, I've got to ring Barnsley too. Fuck. Barnsley put up a thing saying that Western Australia are no longer having outside festivals or something like that. Really? I haven't or, read it properly. Or is it that they're not having um, people from over east at their festival? They're Like they're not having um, sort mm. of outside of Western Australian acts? No, I don't think you wouldn't have Barnsley, would you? Unless something was really Mate, wrong, it's pretty crazy. They've been they've been sort of like a, a, a fucking hermit state for how long? Yeah, you know, God. Hope you didn't move there. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few people who have right. and, and been cut off from their family. Wow. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there you go. But but. Um, Fucking John Stevens, mate. I remember um, my cousin Matt used to play bass for him um, when he was sort of touring. Was it with Noiseworks? Could have been with Noiseworks when when he was sort of touring with them. And um, I went to see them at um, Twin Towns in Tweed. How what year? Um, babe, like fucking would have been like 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Money yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. And I remember sort of, um, look, John really sort of back then, back back in sort of 1999, that era, John really was the same as he was in the 80s. He was exactly, because <clears throat> he, he had a fucking heart bypass or something, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, look, that's another, I want to po- give this podcast a bit of a thing. Gavin Wood's got a podcast mm. and on my walk I listen to Gavin Wood's podcast yeah. and there's a really good interview with John Stevens yeah. and he talks about that. Well, how about we pick it up in uh, the Patreon episode because we'll do a Patreon after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we'll pick it up in the Patreon. But have a listen to John Stevens on that. If, you wanna, if you're a John Stevens fan and you want to hear the rest of this conversation, jump on and listen to the Patreon episode. Absolutely. Listen to if you become a Patreon. That's right. We need some Tazzies to come some Patreons. Yeah. We'll come on, Tazzy. We'll give you the details at the end how you can do that. Absolutely. But great. But I remember sort of at Twin Towns, bloody, <laughs> I, I, I was listening to John do his warm-up and he would just sort of down, <laughs> his, his vocal warm-up was just sort of, downing a couple of um, um, Jack Daniels and then just like going, wow, like a couple of times, wow. That is a conversation I've had with John Stevens yeah. myself because I was in Colours with Coots. John used to come and watch mm. and he we were up at the snow I think and I couldn't get my voice to work because when your body temperature changes, your voice doesn't work. Mm. And he said to me, Love, just go and have a Dran Buey and you'll yeah. be right. Yeah. And he fucking, I've, he's, now I'm an alcoholic. No, yeah, right. No, no. Um, <laughs> it was exactly the thing I needed yeah. to warm up the body because it just ran through your system. Yeah. Sang like an angel the whole night. Yeah, great. And that was the one thing I learned from John Stevens. Because mm, mm. I love John Stevens, but I also just love being friends with them. I don't really yeah. go, I'd love to root them or whatever, yeah. like a lot of other women do. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, maybe he would know, mm. you know. Yeah. I, I should have a Dran Buey and I'd never drank hard shit like that ever. Yeah, yeah. I was like a Madurian lemonade chick, mm, mm. had this Dran Buey and I was fucking singing like an angel and ah. I couldn't find him in the end to thank him. <laughs> but, yeah, really cool guy, very awesome. nice. And, mate, I reckon he has been a fantastic contributor to the Australian music industry God, as a New yeah. Zealander. God, yeah. You know, yeah. love it. Now, sort of we we had a, a listener a while back mention that we don't apparently sort of mention noise works a lot. Here we go. Like oh, we really? fucking yeah, we really rate them. So there oh, we I go. I want to do a special on them and get John on the show. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'll just ring Coots and go, Where's your boy? Yeah. Get him on. That's right. You know, uh very good talker, John, in an mm. interview. Just speaks the truth. It's quite tells eloquent. It. Oh mm. incredible. I was fucking Listening on my walk going, dude, what a life you yeah. had, you know. So that's the king of New Zealand as far as I'm concerned. I, I can't wait to see what he smells like. Is that wrong? Oh, he smells good. I bet he does. Yeah, he does. You know when there's certain people you're like, wonder what they smell like. Yeah. That's a bit creepy, isn't it? No. No, but smells you know are I mean? a big thing. I think the next commercial in the next show is all about smelling good. Oh, well, we better so, get on to yeah. it. I think we're down to, yeah, the end of the show. We are. What a great show. New Fuck Zealand, yeah. you guys rock. Love my Kiwis. I fucking love you guys. I've loved touring there and I love all the people from there and the music. And Tasmania reminds me a lot of New Zealand it when we does. were driving through exactly. all the bushland and the stuff. closest thing we have to New Zealand. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So, Tassie, thank you so much for having us on the weekend. We fucking loved you guys. We hope you can listen to the podcast every week and just keep 
keep on it, guys, because we're coming to Launceston. I've booked a gig but I just can't say anything as yet. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Look, if we could really make our Tassie listenership explode, that would be <laughs> amazing. And the best way that you can do it, guys, is get your friends on board. Get them listening to the 80s montage. Tell them about when you saw us at the Mole Creek Festival, that bloody day on the creek, and get the friends on board to listen to the show. When they do, please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars and write a little comments in the comments section. We're on over ten different platforms, yeah. podcast platforms. Like iTunes. Get on iTunes and say, we saw them in Mole Creek yeah. and we love it because what it actually does is it brings us up the charts a bit more and we are charting in Algeria. That's a new one. Algeria and Greece is loving it. And Hong Kong, but and obviously Australia, but now yeah. we're gigging more. The Aussies are starting to tune in again, which is great. Reaching out to all our Aussies around the world and people that love the eighties. Good on you guys. Yeah. We love you very much. How do you become a Patreon, Sammy? You can have a look at www.the80smontage.com uh, the and there's a Patreon link there. But the Patreon link is patreon.com forward slash the eighties montage podcast. So everything is on the montage.the80smontage.com. Great. Or you can get onto the Rewind 80s Band Facebook and it'll all be there for you because I'll put it up after this show when this comes out on Thursday and you can all have a listen to uh, what we thought of you. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you guys. What an awesome fucking episode. Uh, love it, love it, love it. Can't wait to get back out there on the road and see you again. And if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Woo!